Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how are you? Good evening. Get you ready for the weekend. NFL football tomorrow. NFL football Sunday. NFL football Monday. We've got the NBA with the Kings. We've got big news coming out of the uh, Chargers camp. No surprise after that meltdown. You talk about a team quitting on a coach. That was the uh, Chargers last night. That's your definition. So Brandon Staley, no longer the coach of the Chargers. Their GM, Telesco, fired today. No surprise. I talked about that on my rant this morning. I mean, when a team quits on their coach, that that's really bad. And that's what happened last night. That's a Chargers team that said, we're done. We're absolutely done. You know, it's not like the Raiders are a good team. The Raiders are not a good team. You're down 42 nothing at the half. You know, this isn't like Ohio State playing Western Michigan in college football, all right? This is the National Football League, okay? It's the NFL. You're down 42 nothing at the half to a team that's not very good? I mean, that's just brutal. Absolutely brutal. So if you want to talk about that, we can do so. Big upset in the NBA tonight. The Spurs finally... Win a game. They beat the L.A. Lakers 129 to 115. That is a bad loss for the Lakers. No Anthony Davis in that game. No D'Angelo Russell in that game. That's a bad loss for the Lakers. Again, 129 to 115. All right. The Celtics keep rolling 128, 111 over the Magic. The Wizards, who were in town coming up in a couple of days, they scored 137 tonight. They beat the Pacers 137 to 123. Uh, the Pistons lose again. That's embarrassing. 124 to 92 to the Sixers. The Pelicans get the road win. Tell you, New Orleans. Woof. Keep your eye on the Pelicans. And the Rockets are leading the Grizzlies right now. All right. I mean, the Kings already know. We talk about matchups, right? Matchups. Pelicans are a tough matchup, and they have now won uh, three in a row, and uh, they are 15 and 11. So, okay, keep your eye on the Pelicans, all right? Bad loss, though, for the Lakers tonight. Bad loss. All right, keep uh, the questions rolling here. Cody wants to know, which Saturday game 
am I looking forward to? Minnesota at Cincinnati, Pittsburgh at Indianapolis, Denver at Detroit. I'm looking at Detroit because I don't know where this team is right now. Cody, they had a horrible loss on Thanksgiving Day. They were manhandled by the Green Bay Packers. And then they just got railroaded by the a Bears team last week who's not very good. I want to see what's going on with the Lions. Like, what what is happening with the Lions? Like, what's that all about? They were the team, right, Cody? They were that team this year, the team that was going to make the big jump. And I'm looking at them, and I'm like, wait a minute. Are they even going to make the playoffs? I mean, there is a possibility that they might not make the playoffs. Now, I think they will, but, man. I mean, I'm looking at the standings right now. Yeah, they're 9-4, and four, but they still play Minnesota twice. And if they lose to Denver this week, and Denver's still got stuff to play for, they're 7-6, and six, right? They're only a game behind Kansas City. <laughs> Raise your hand if you had that in the middle of December. You know, if the Lions lose this week, they still got Minnesota twice. I, I could see them not going to the playoffs, you know? So, unbelievable. All right, first of all, I appreciate the question. Let me read it. Any thoughts on all of these trade rumors about Pascal Siakam? I don't see how he fits with Sacramento if he can't shoot. How wrong am I? I don't pay attention to any trade rumors, Ian. I never have. And the reason for that is 99% of them never come true. So, I, you know, you don't, not every player has to be able to shoot. The question is, what would you have to give up to get Siakam? You know, at some point, the Kings are going to have to change their identity. And by that, I mean their identity right now they're only a three-point shooting team. They're nothing else. And so you're, you're going to have to change the identity of your team a little bit if you're going to win some playoff series. So I'm not so sure about that. The fact that he's not a good three-point shooter would not change my thought process. You don't need everyone to be a good three-point shooter, Okay. I mean, the Kings right now are right in. I mean, when you look at the standings in the NBA, all right? I mean, look at how bunched up all the teams are. That's crazy, right? Look at the standings. Other than San Antonio, who did win tonight, all right? And, and even Portland can, Memphis is going to get John Morant back. Utah's won two in a row. But if you look at where the Kings are right now, they're fifth, okay? Now, the Kings have nine losses. Here's the point I'm trying to make. Minnesota's 18-5, and five, so I'm going to put them on the side. I'm only going to talk about losses now. Oklahoma City, eight losses. Denver, nine losses. Dallas, nine losses. Sacramento, nine losses. The Clippers, 10. 
The Pelicans and the Lakers, 11 losses. Houston only has nine losses, and they're ninth in the West. And then Phoenix with 11 losses. So other than Minnesota, you're you're even in the loss column with most of the teams. One more loss than Oklahoma City. And then 10th, 10th has 11 losses. You're only two up on them. So you better not stumble here. And let's face it, if Shea Gilgos-Alexander goes down for any period of time, Oklahoma City's not going to win many games. If De'Aaron Fox goes down for any period of time, the Kings aren't going to win many games. Okay? We know it. Just the way it is. You saw what happened to Denver when Jamal Murray was out of the lineup. Right? So, you know, I I can't believe how bunched up everything is in the West. You know, again, if you take Minnesota and put them on the side right now, the difference between Denver with nine losses being in second and Phoenix in 10th with 11 losses. Think about that for a minute. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Yes, there has been an unbalanced schedule. It always is. Some teams have played 26 games. Others have played 23 going in tonight. You're 100% correct. That's why I don't ever talk about the wins. I only talk about the losses. To give you an example, Houston is ninth, and they're 12-9. and nine. Denver is second, and they're 17-9. and nine. So going into tonight, Denver's played five more games. That's crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. Yeah, the, the schedule's always been unbalanced. And, you know, you play 82, but Houston's got a lot of games to make up. Speaking of Houston, they're in Memphis right now, and they're on top 83 to 78. All right. Again, the Pelicans won, and the Spurs beat the Lakers. So, you know, you, you better think about if you're looking at the Kings. How how are they going to win a playoff series with the way the team is constructed right now? Is is it all about matchups? Health? You know, how do you look at the Kings? You know, how do you look at them? All right, NFL. The debacle that we saw last night cost a head coach and the general manager their job. Tomorrow, Minnesota at Cincinnati. Big game. Jake Browning, can he keep it going for the Bengals? Okay. Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. Denver at Detroit. Sunday. Bears and Browns in Cleveland. Tampa travels to Green Bay. Houston is at Tennessee. It looks like they will not have Stroud, who's still in concussion protocol. Jets are in Miami. New England hosts Kansas City. Giants are at the Saints. Atlanta travels to Carolina. Washington's at the Rams. Arizona home to San Francisco. Dallas is at Buffalo. Jacksonville home to Baltimore. Monday night, Philadelphia at Seattle. All right, here's this question regarding the Kings. How concerning is this team's wildly inconsistent performances, especially against bottom-tier teams? It's concerning. And again, they're a one-dimensional team. They make threes, they win. They don't make threes, they lose most of those games. So it is an issue, all right? It is an issue. Good that uh, you are joining me here on this Open Forum Friday show. Keep the questions coming along. 
Cody wants to know who wins the uh, NFC South. That's a great question. I mean, this this reminds me. You remember Cody when the Seahawks hosted a playoff game? What did they have? Seven wins against an eleven-win Drew Brees Saints team, and they actually won the game. Remember that? But I don't know. I mean, it's completely up for grabs. If you're if you're going to tell me right now, I have to give you an answer. I'm probably going to take Atlanta. Again, six and seven, six and seven, six and seven, Tampa, Atlanta, and New Orleans. Who do you think? You know? That's right. Seven and nine, Cody, remember? And they played the Saints. And they beat the Saints in that playoff game at home, if I'm not mistaken. So, but right now, I'm going to go Atlanta. I, I don't know, Cody. I, I That's crazy, isn't it? You know? I don't know. I really don't. All right. Again, if you uh, have any questions, whether it's uh, NBA-related, whether it's the NFL, baseball, with everything that's going on in that crazy sport, uh, we can do it. All right? Tampa Bay. You got Tampa Bay. I Cody says, I think the Falcons could put up a fight. Versus the Eagles or Cowboys. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, we got Tampa Bay as your choice. Yeah, that's a good question, Cody. Good question. I'm really interested to see the Monday night game. That's a bad draw for Philadelphia to have to come off two losses. And then you got to make that six-hour flight for a Monday night game, which means you don't get back to Philadelphia until I'm going to approximate this. I'm going to say you're going to land in Philadelphia on Tuesday at roughly eight in the morning. That's a tough schedule for Philadelphia right now to play this late in the season, a Monday night game in Seattle. That's crazy. That's a crazy schedule especially when you're coming off back-to-back losses. And here's the other deal, all right? That's a big game for both those teams, all right? Big game. Very good game. And a, a good game and a big game, all right? All right, here we go. Are the new wave of athletic quarterbacks like Fields coming in, upcoming in the future? They are, and I think it's bad for the league, Okay. It's not good for the league. I'll take a pocket passer any day of the week. I don't care. You give me a pocket passer who does have the ability to move a little bit, like Brock Purdy would be that guy, correct? He's a pocket passer, but he has the ability to still use his legs. But that's not what he is. He's not a quote-unquote running quarterback. Running quarterbacks get hurt in the National Football League almost all the time, okay? So if you want to play that style of football, go right ahead. I'll beat you with my pocket passer more times than not. There we have it, all right? All right, 
here's an interesting question. I know that Luke Walton wasn't the best coach, but wouldn't you agree he didn't get a fair shot in Sacramento? Um, I would say that he was undermined in his first month on the job by the owner. Okay? That's what I would say. I would say that he had a fair shot, but he was dealing with some circumstances that would have been very difficult to handle regardless of who the coach was. So I'll just put it that way. Okay. Um, I believe that the Kings would have made the playoffs in 2020 had it not been for the pandemic. Okay. The Kings had just won 13 of 20. They were getting ready to play a national television game on ESPN at home against New Orleans. They had the tiebreaker over the eighth place team. They were rolling, playing very confident basketball, very well. And I believe they had a legitimate chance of making the playoffs when the season came to a screeching halt. Uh, but I, I know because I was there and I was privy to everything that was going on. He was undermined by the owner in the first couple weeks of his tenure in Sacramento. And that was a very difficult situation to navigate. So I'll just put it that way. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, Seahawks. How about this history? Seahawks won a Monday night football game in 92 when they went two and 14. They beat Denver 16 to 13. Good, good job right there. Little facts, you know, if healthy, do the Warriors make the playoffs? If so, how far will they go? I think the Warriors are going to be a play-in team. If healthy, I think they could win a first-round playoff series because they have a guy by the name of Steph Curry, but I don't see him going any further than that. And I would not be surprised at all if the Golden State Warriors miss the playoffs. Anthony, thank you very much. I love your show, Grant. Great job. You and Rhino, we appreciate it. Ryan and I will be uh, back tomorrow at halftime in post game with the Kings and the Jazz. Looking forward to that. No Jerry Reynolds tomorrow as he's uh, taking the night off. So we'll be doing it, Ryan, with the pregame show. Again, all coming up for you uh, for the Kings and the Jazz. Really appreciate everyone. And by the way, if you're new and you have not yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. Very easy. You're not going to get emails. You're not going to get hassled. We're not going to be asking you for money. It's just that you will know when we're going to be doing the shows. All right. So please hit the subscribe button. Also hit the like button, the thumbs up. We'd really appreciate that. All right. An update with uh, three minutes and 40 seconds left in Memphis. Uh, the Rockets are on top 92 to 87. Uh, my thoughts on you mean O'Connell, right? He's a pocket passer, but I don't think he's got the greatest legs. Again, I don't. I want a quarterback that can throw the football. I don't care if my quarterback can run. <clears throat> I want him to be able to stay in the pocket, 
and deliver the ball down the field. If you have some mobility, great. But I don't want that to be the, I don't want that to be the best attribute. That's me personally. All right. There you have it. All right, Cody. Uh, do, did I think that Derek Coleman, Kenny Anderson, Nets teams would be great? I never did. I never did. Because I thought Derek Coleman was a overrated player. And by that, I mean he had all the talent in the world. I never thought that he was a winner. And Kenny Anderson to me, boy, he had all the talent in the world. But I always got the impression he never made anybody around him better. So I did not. All right? I did not. What about you? Did you think so? Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Who would be the best fit for the Chargers coach? Great question. I don't know, but you have a franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert. So to me, I think you have to have a guy that's got a track record on offense who can really work well with Herbert and get this team over the hump. All right. Really would. All right. It's getting tight in uh, Memphis. It's now 92 89. I'll keep you up to date on that. The Suns and the Knicks are underway in Phoenix with seven and a half remaining uh, in the first, you know, and again, that's another team. I, I never understand how to talk about the Suns, because I never know who's playing and who's not. Like tonight, you got them all playing. Durant's playing. Nurkic is playing. Beal's playing. Allen and Booker. When I look at that starting five, I'm like, oh, boy. But, you know, what about the next game? Who's going to be playing in the next game for the Suns? That's the problem I have. All right? That's the problem I have. But, again, I'll update you on uh, the scores as uh, they come in in the NBA. So 
All these games are important. Don't think they're not important. Like the Lakers losing to the Spurs tonight, that's a horrible loss. Awful. You can't be losing to the Spurs. You can't. You know? You cannot be losing to the San Antonio Spurs if you are the Lakers. All right. It needs to be an offensive-minded head coach for the next Chargers head coach. Last night, it felt like they quit on Staley. They did quit on him. That's why he got fired today. All right? Uh, do I think Jake Browning has proven himself? Would you take him? I don't make rash decisions on quarterbacks. I don't make decisions on quarterbacks after two, three, or four games. Uh, I need to look at the body of work. But, yes, I do think that he has really helped himself as far as his future goes. Because, let's face it, Joe Burrow is the quarterback of the Bengals when he's healthy, and everyone knows that, and that's not going to change. So, yes, I think he's put himself in a good position. Pistons lost again. Yes. What is that, 22 in a row now? I can't even keep count, you know? Uh, do I think Walton would have won with this team? Yes, of course. No question. I mean, you got to have talent. I don't care who your coach is, you know? You know, you know, as far as Jake Browning goes, said he's opened a lot of eyes throughout the league. I've watched him play ever since he was a kid. I watched him play coming up through youth football. I watched him play at Folsom High School. I watched him play at Washington. Uh, I'm thrilled for the guy. He's also friends with my son. So, you know, I know my friend, my son is just ecstatic to see how well he is playing. And I I'm very happy too. 92-91 now, uh, the Rockets over Memphis. All right. So if I'm the Raiders, would I go after Jake Browning? Not based on what I'm seeing now. No, I would not. All right. Again, now a minute 50 left in that game in Memphis and it's 94, 93. All right. 94, 93 in favor of Houston. He was a beast at Folsom. He was, you know, Folsom also had that, and I can't remember his name right now. Forgive me, the great offensive lineman that started for four years at Alabama and was a first-round pick of the Bengals. And I remember going and watch Folsom High School play against Grant when you had Shaq Thompson playing for Grant, Jake Browning. You know, and, I mean, that was big-time high school football right there. You know, big-time. No question about that. That was Really impressive. You know, it's so fun to watch players. Like, I watched Ian Book play his first ever football game in pads as an eight-year-old. I was there. I watched him. And I watched him play every week. And I watched him develop. And I watched him play lacrosse at Oak Ridge High School. And I watched him become a great quarterback. And I watched him at Notre Dame. And in the NFL. And I'm, it's so great to be able to watch a kid. And he was a kid. You know, I he was on my son's football team. All right. Or I should say my son was on his team. And that was special to watch young boys grow up, mature, watch their work ethic. I used to see Ian Book at Minnie's House of Pain. Bless his heart. Vince passing away. Back uh, 
couple of months ago. I, I love Vince Minnie. And I know that Ian owes a debt of gratitude to Vince, who was his mentor and strength coach. And I used to go work out at Vince's house at five in the morning. And before he opened up his gym in El Dorado Hills, he transformed the entire bottom of his house into a gym. And a lot of the kids from Oak Ridge High School were there before school started. And Ian Book was there every single morning. I would see Ian Book there every morning. And then when Vince opened up his gym in El Dorado Hills at the business park off of Latrobe, I used to see Ian there all the time. All the time. I mean, he was so dedicated and had such an incredible work ethic. I, I I just love seeing that type of determination pay off. It is great. All right, it's now 99-94 Houston with uh, 39 seconds left in that game. Rockets trying to go to 13-9 on the year. All right? Uh, Grant, didn't you say when Cousins was on Sacramento – Canada Airport gave him a hard time. No, I never said that. I said he gave certain people a hard time. No one ever gave him a hard time at the airport. No. I personally think he should have been cited. I think he personally should have been uh, restrained and apprehended for his acts at the airport in Toronto. That's my opinion. All right, 99-94 again with uh, the Rockets trying to nail down their 13th victory of the year. Will the Niners get the number one seed? I think we'll know a, a lot more about that after Monday night because I think if Philadelphia goes and beats Seattle, I think they'll run the table because they have a very easy schedule. So they play the Giants twice. that They're going to win both those games. I, I don't even see uh, Tommy Cutlets beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Don't see it. All right, it looks like Houston is going to win 101 to 96 with 18 seconds left. Not over yet, but I can't imagine them losing a, a five-point lead. And so they'll go to uh, 13 and 9 on the year. You know, baseball is never going to have a salary cap. So, I mean, baseball would be improved if – they learn how to put the ball in play, all right? Baseball would be improved if just about everyone that came up to bat didn't try to hit a home run every time, all right? That's how baseball would be improved. All right, Cam Newton insinuating he is a better than game manager quarterback. You're talking about his comments about Brock Purdy. You know, he lost a lot of credibility. He lost a lot of... He's been getting killed, Cam Newton, for those asinine comments. All right? Terrible. Terrible. Awful. Cody's right about Jacksonville. He says, this Jacksonville Jaguars team is falling. They faced the Ravens this weekend. Yep. And they were without some key players this weekend. And I'll tell you something else, Cody. They, they're like the Detroit Lions of the NFC of the NFC would you not agree 
I mean, Jacksonville and Detroit, to me, are mirror images of each other right now. They are not um, – they're, 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 they're going the wrong direction. That's what's happening there, all right? It's just the way it is. Said uh, back in the day, say 15 years ago, teams has less than 1,000 strikeouts over the course of the season, both from a hitting and pitching perspective. I don't know what the numbers are. I don't have them in front of me. Uh, I don't know what it says. But what I do know is the game has changed drastically, not for the better, for the worse. And that's why so many people don't watch baseball any longer. And that's why baseball tried to change things with the pitch clock, the shift, and things of that nature for last year. The problem is, is with the way the game is being taught now at the plate, the launch angle and all of that crap, that's really hurt, really hurt the game of baseball, in my opinion. Just the way it is. All right. All right, 11 seconds left, and Houston is going to win that game. It's 103 to 96. So they will go on and they will move to uh, 13 and 9. They're the they're the surprise team, in my opinion, in the NBA this year. All right? 13 and 9. That's pretty impressive for a, a team that I think a lot of people felt would be near the bottom of the West. Now they could still. They could still fall, but man, oh man, you know, wow. All right. Somebody said, uh, rather be a game manager with a 15 plus year career than a Cam Newton type with an eight year career, all because the athleticism goes away. You know, I would say one thing about Cam Newton, you know, he was really, really good in his prime. I can't take that away from him. He was very good in his prime. MVP got to the Super Bowl. You know, he, he was good for a while, so I, I can't rag him. For that. So we'll see. You know, Brock Purdy is still very early in his career. We'll see how many years that he plays. All right. Uh, 445 left in the first. And the Knicks lead the Suns uh, 23 to 21. Uh, the Pelicans beat the Hornets earlier, 112 to 107. Uh, the Sixers handed the two win Pistons uh, a 124 to 92 loss. Wizards clobbered the Pacers tonight, 137 to 123. Uh, Boston all over the Magic at uh, Beantown, 128 to 111. The Hawks go into Toronto and beat the Raptors 125 to 104. The upset of the night, the Spurs at home handled the Lakers 129 to 115. And the Rockets have indeed won. They are 13 and 9. They beat the Rockets or they beat the Grizzlies 103 to 96. All right. It's pretty impressive what the Rockets are doing this year. 13 and 9. Now, one thing they are not doing well. They have not played well on the road. That's only their second road win. So they're taking advantage of their home games, but they're not playing well on the road. That's that's the drawback I see with Houston, and that's why I still do not think they will be a, a playoff team. I don't see so. I don't see it. But, you know, I, again, I'm looking at them right now. To go to 13-9, and nine, but at home – they're 11 and 1 and on the road 2 and 8. That's that's a big disparity there. I don't like that because they're not going to continue to play that great at home. It's not like Houston is a big time draw at home, but they're now 6th. They move right behind Sacramento 
sixth in the West. So right now, the updated standings with Phoenix currently playing, you have Minnesota, Denver, Oklahoma City, Dallas is fourth, Sacramento's fifth, Houston is sixth, the Clippers seventh, the Lakers with that loss tonight, eighth, tied with New Orleans at 15 and 11, and Phoenix is 10th at 13 and 11. So if they win tonight, they basically move into a tie with the Lakers and the Pelicans. They'd have one less win, but even in the loss column. And then there's a drop-off from 10 to 11 right now. You got Phoenix 13 and 11, and Golden State is 11th at 10 and 14. All right? There you have it. There you have it. All right, keep the questions rolling. We'll keep going for a little bit longer. Says uh, Cam was great, but he was never a quarterback. He was a running back playing quarterback and was great at least. Lamar is learning to play more at quarterback than running back. Listen, you can call him whatever you want. He was the MVP of the National Football League and went to the Super Bowl. So you can call him whatever you want. Okay, you can't take that away from the guy. All right, for a period of years, he was very, very good. Okay. He was an incredible athlete. Yes, we get that. So, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and rag on Cam Newton. He had a nice career. All right? He was, he was again, the MVP of the league. So I can't kill him for that. All right? I can't. Uh, somebody wants to know, what about the Orlando Magic? Yeah, they are playing well. Hello, Serbia. Dobro Utro. You are, once again, up in – do you sleep ever or are you just up 24 hours a day? <laughs> yeah, you're going to light the beam? Yes, indeed. Serbia is with you. Grant the champ. We're going to light that beam. Hope you're doing well at the uh, wee hours of the morning. What is it? Uh, right now, it's what? 4.30 in the morning right now? Am I doing that right? Is that right? Fourth, is it 4.30 in the morning in Belgrade? Am I ready for Christmas? No, I'm not ready for Christmas. No, I'm not. Are you ready for Christmas? Grant MLB free agency full of washed up players. No point to overpay them. I don't disagree with that. They want me to rant about Christmas again. Uh, I already did my Christmas rant, you know. Uh, who do I got, Buffalo or Dallas? I'm taking Buffalo. Who do you got, Cody? Who do you have? Yep, 4.30 in the morning over in Serbia. You, man, I love you guys. You're the freaking best. Seriously. 4.30 in the morning, I got people watching in Serbia. You're awesome, all right? No Christmas gives me stress. Why does Christmas give you stress? By the way, speaking of uh, the holidays, I hope you've had a chance to uh, check out my podcast over the last uh, seven episodes, Giving Thanks. And my podcast was released today talking about being a fan and why I do this show. And I do this show because uh, of you. And I love the passion that you always have particularly when it comes rooting for the Kings, like over in Serbia. I mean, I love that passion, the fans. And I love the fact that I've been able to meet so many fans worldwide that have made a special trip to Sacramento just to attend a game. Like, I love that stuff. So I talk about that on my podcast today and a lot more. You can check it out. You can go to uh, grantnapier.com or if you don't like that.com. It's a huge game, Cody, for both teams. It's a it's a huge game, but I, I'm not sold on Dallas. They've only won one game against a good team, and that was Philadelphia, who's really struggling right now. 
Buffalo, we know, has beat themselves, Cody, in a number of games this year. I don't think they're going to beat themselves in this game. I think that they are going to win the game. Love you, Grant. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate your support. Happy holidays to you. All right. All right. Here's a good one. Where's the place in the world you have never visited but want to go? I want to go down under. I want to go to Australia and New Zealand where Rich is right now. Rich is in New Zealand. I hope he had a safe trip there. Uh, but that's where I would like to go. I've been to Europe. Uh, I've been all over Asia. Love Asia. Love Southeast Asia. It's one of my favorite places in the world. I mean, love it. Been to India. Been to the Maldives. Been to Dubai. Have never been to Australia or New Zealand. So I want to get there, you know. Says a great story on today's podcast about the guy you met at Yankee Stadium from Hong Kong. Thanks for sharing. My pleasure. It's the thing I just love about sports and that there are so many people that they're, they want to do something and they figure out how to do it. You know, this was the last game ever at Yankee Stadium in the regular season. And this gentleman had never been to Yankee Stadium. And he's like, I've got to go. And it was on his bucket list. And it was his last chance. And he flew all the way from Hong Kong. And it just landed in New York that morning, scalped a ticket, and was flying back to Hong Kong the next day. Like, that's awesome, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. Love it. All right? Love it. Uh, South America. You know, I I do want to go to South America. I really would like to go to Chile and see Eduardo and go see that area. Um, so I, you're right. I South America. I don't have South America on my bucket list like Australia and New Zealand, but I hope to get there sometime. All right? I do. Uh, we are just talking now here. That would be a special Christmas Eve if Grant would have been our guest. It would be the best Christmas gift. Talking King stories. Love it. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. The old Yankee Stadium is the best, no question. I agree. I, I don't like the new Yankee Stadium, the current one. I'm not a fan of it. That doesn't do much for me. It really doesn't. Doesn't do much for me. It's too, um, it doesn't have any personality. You know, it's stale. It's, man, I love the old Yankee Stadium. And I love the old, old Yankee Stadium that I used to go to beginning in the 60s, going to uh, the New York Giants games, sitting in the bleachers, you know, with 85,000 people. Man, that was great. Going to Yankee games, watching Mickey Mantle play. Are you kidding me? Joe Pepitone, Horace Clark, Tom Tresh. You know, I loved it. Loved it. Loved going to Yankee Stadium during that era. The old Yankee Stadium with the beams so you'd have it if you you could get an obstructed view, which was not good. If you were sitting behind one of those beams at the old Yankee Stadium, used to love that stadium. Miss it, you know, miss it. Uh, do I like the NFL coming to Brazil? No. Why? Why would they be going to Brazil, Cody? Makes no sense to me. You know, no sense. They say the NBA. Going to prepare a Belgrade NBA special, Denver versus Atlanta. It's going to be chaos. Are you coming? Well, I will say this, okay? I know for a fact, 
okay, that Vladi Divac was trying to get an NBA game in Belgrade during the preseason, and they were unable to do it. And I can't remember what the reason was, but Vladi, for years, and you know this better than I do, I hear you have a beautiful arena in Belgrade, right? Beautiful. And I know that Vladi, for years, was trying to get a game because they have a game in Paris, right? They now have a game in London, the regular season game, but they play in Paris and they played in some other areas. But Vladi wanted to have the NBA because of the crazy rich tradition of basketball in the region of the world that you live in, in Belgrade. And so, yeah, it, it was close to happening. Is it true that Vladi has never ate a vegetable in his life? I can only tell you, I have shared many meals with Vladi Divac. Many. I've never seen him eat a vegetable. And not only that, I've never seen him have anything on his plate that is green or anything close to resembling a vegetable. As a matter of fact, we go to lunch a lot and Vladi's a pretty plain eater. And if he was in the mood for, let's say, a cheeseburger, he would tell the waiter or waitress, I just want meat, cheese, and bun, nothing else. And if they brought that plate out with some garnishes, like a pickle, a little piece of lettuce, or a little radish, or a little piece of parsley, he would have the waiter take the plate back and remove it from his plate. He wouldn't just go pick it up and put it off the plate. Uh-uh. Oh, no. He wouldn't even touch the damn thing. You got to take it back. Please take that off my plate. We'd go order and <laughs> he would tell the waiter what he wanted. And he would be very specific. And I would always interrupt and I'd look at the waiter or the waitress and I would say, hey, make believe that you're preparing this meal for a five-year-old kid. Just think about that. Because, what you know, kids don't want all that stuff on their plate, right? They're, they're, they don't want a vegetable. They don't want anything green on their plate. Very true. Never saw Vladi eat anything that even came close. Now, Vladi did espressos, coffees all the time. And I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. You're right. So Vladi, Peja, European, always got that espresso, cappuccino, always. And I used to make fun of them because the big hands, that little tiny cup. I'm like, what the hell are you drinking? I go, that looks like a, like a look, like on a, it should be on a, a, a toy set, you know, with dollars and stuff. You got a little cup. You can barely, you can, I mean, you, there's a little tiny handle. How are you even holding that without dropping it? It's like, the, it's like a thimble. It's like, what are you drinking out of the size of a thimble? What the hell is that? I used to make fun of them all the time, man. Said, uh, I would love to sit down with you and have a beer and hear all the stories you have. Well, it would take more than a beer. I can tell you that. It would have to be a very large beer if you're only going to have one, like a, like a, a garbage can size beer. I do have a lot of stories. Uh, the second quarter is underway in Phoenix. High scoring quarter. It's now 32-31, 50 seconds gone by in the second quarter, uh, Phoenix. I love this. This is a lot of fun. I really appreciate all of you joining me. This is a good forum. I like it. You just give me questions. 
I'm able to respond to you. And uh, it, it is incredible. Of all of the kings that I've spent time with, who had the strangest eating habits? Boy, that's a great question. That's a great question. Yeah, I'd probably say Vladi. I'd probably say him. But I mean, that's because it's fret the it's the I mean, I've I've seen him. He loves the Serbian dishes that um that he's had me try before that I've liked. Um Vladi loves meat, but no vegetables and nothing fancy, you know? That's a good question. All right. All right, here we go from Serbia. We'll take you a truck of the beers to listen to all of that. Probably right, you know? Probably right. Uh, who else had the really strange eating habits? There were, there were those. You know, Jason Williams, before all the games, would eat, like, the worst food imaginable. Like, he would eat garbage, like fast food. Before the game, like in and out burger in a locker room before the game, right? Uh, the, I mean, I can go on and on. Never ate healthy. I never saw Jason Williams eat healthy. We get on a plane to go on a road trip and he'd have nothing but fast food. Didn't eat all the good food on the plane, just the fast food. So it's all good for you. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. Been a good show today. Uh, don't forget Kings and Jazz pregame show with Ryan. Halftime, postgame. Go Kings. Light the beam. Have a great weekend, everybody. And thank you so much for sharing your time with me right here on If You Don't Like That. And speaking of If You Don't Like That, here it is. If You Don't Like That. So long, everybody. That's an ESPN highlight right there. Whoa. Carlson comes in. How about this? Holy moly, Jim Bob Bowley. That is a major league smudge.